0: Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the N-word. If the N-word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Greetings, all you silly citizens of the divide. It's time for another installment of ignore the rant it's full house friday
1: that's I'm right i'm back
2: look at there look who's with us
1: we got we got, <laughs> we got
2: the full trio
1: hey guys uh happy white boy
2: summer oh yes. yeah it's fucking awesome the white boy
1: summer. <laughs> oh
2: man should i should i pull it up so white boy summer is a thing that's going on it's uh kinda i guess Maybe for our listeners, maybe quasi-semi-underground, but if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, and you've only heard your kids talk about it, well, it's, it's something that uh, Tom Hanks' son, uh, Chet Hanks, came up with, and I'm stalling so that I can find his fucking music video. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was Chet. I thought, for some reason, Colin... Uh, is it Colin that's
1: his other son?
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, but that ain't him. It's, uh, it's very much Chet. Okay, gotcha. Here we go. So one month ago, uh, Chet Hanks released this slapper. <laughs> uh, uh, I swear to God, man, as soon as you
3: get a bag, these bitches want to take it from me. Take it from me. Yeah. Huh. Fuck it. Turn it up the V on Just a little bit. Go to it. Just a little
4: bit, yeah. Just,
3: just a little just, bit, man. Like,
4: nice. I met a bad little shorty on a powder dance Getting to the bag Like it was her only chance Rich bitch
0: No, 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 no Them bands Fuckin' this You wanna made a Only fans uh, I like it boy.
3: White Fucking boy bumps. Summer Got your favorite Instagram, bitch DM and her
2: number. I mean Sounds like Big uh Or Toy Story to me I mean Jet's living big Off of that uh, Castaway money Sure So yeah He came over this whole White boy summer uh, kick. He, there's rules which I won't read because they're pretty long and gay. Well, um, everybody's coming up with their own rules, too. It's oh, yeah, no, <laughs> all it, over the place. They're, they're on like version 4.0, but originally Chet came out and basically said, Well, you heard what he said, and um, there's, a, there's official rules to white boy summer you're not allowed to wear plaid, um, only certain color combos are allowed, knee or Shorts above the knee, all this, all this dumb shit. The internet's having, well, the white internet um, is having a blast with white boy summer, and <laughs> even
1: I, some blacks are very much going on the. I mean, they 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 are. It's meme tastic at this point, mm-hmm. where you'll catch clips of black people partying, just going, "Yeah, happy white boy summer."
0: Oh yeah, I don't think I own anything that's plaid. I don't think.
4: Uh,
0: I don't think I do. I own a couple shirts. I, I do. Have, I have yeah. no plaid anything. I'm just that kind of guy, you know. Well, everything yeah. I own is black. I was about to so. say, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're a rock and roller guy. Yeah, dog. yeah.
2: <laughs> but there's still room for White Boy Summer uh, for... for Rockers,
0: well, I'll buy a plaid shirt and make sure I get out there and wear it this summer. <laughs>
3: You're gonna be the anti white boy, summer?
1: <laughs> either way. I- I'm happy I'm back, uh, especially after I heard y'all black pilling it up last week. Jesus Christ, after the hurricane talk and other shit, yeah, the world's gonna like, end, bro. Fuck m- Jesus, am I watching, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead fucking sequel just like cut, you know, uh, um you know deep
2: cuts after the movie or something we're just trying to let the, the <laughs> we're just trying to let the people know we're trying to inform the public yeah we're like y2k in 98 we're just yeah. trying to let the people know that's that nothing's gonna happen and we're totally fine and it's mm. all alarmism mm. and everybody needs to chill the fuck out but uh, we're gonna talk about it sure sure no definitely the I caucasian understand. news network that's us <laughs> CNN. <laughs> well all I know is the world can't end before 2023. It at least has to make it to like 2025. Because uh, we're getting a new college football playoff bracket, gents. Nice. It's uh, We talked about this back in August, I think, or maybe September, before the football season started. Because we talked about, okay, COVID. Is it going to be a real championship? You know, I think the championship playoff is not big enough. It, cr- it creates a concentration of talent and maybe five to six teams, and it makes the rest of college football boring as all fuck. And one of the remedies that I mentioned and that I've been thinking ever since they came out with a four-game playoff was you you have to expand it. You just have to. Right. There's six, too many schools. I mean, there's so many
0: fucking colleges Six out to there. eight
2: would be, I think, it it should have never been less than six. It was fucking ridiculous to make it four. But eight would be good, and I can see it being 12. Well, news came out this week that the College Football Playoff Expansion Committee has officially agreed to propose a 12-team playoff expansion in which six conference champions and six at-large bids will get a shot at the title. Nice. The top four conference champions will be ranked one through four, All right? And they will get a bye. The rest of the teams, uh, five through eight, will get a home playoff game against the nine through twelve uh, ranked teams. Makes sense. So the the five through eight teams will have a home playoff game in their home stadium on Mm -hmm. campus that's killer man that's awesome
1: that's badass i mean what what's the implementation looking like i mean what year are they shooting for is it this coming season or if
2: passed it will take over the current model in 2023 now does that take over the 2023 season because remember these playoffs and shit they happen the year after the football season starts right right. so like for example this year will be the 2021 season but it'll be the 2022 playoff playoff. games yeah so that i don't know is that gonna be do we only have one more year of the current playoff system or two either way it'll be here before you know it and i don't i don't know if it all officially got voted and passed everything i've heard is it's a done deal uh the 12 game or 12 team football, <laughs> college football playoff is going to happen. Well, and I think it's fucking awesome. I yes. don't think
0: it's enough, but it's a it's a start. I think, I think, think it oh yeah, be, no, it's a start. I don't think it should be less than 16 teams. Well, you remember when we were talking about this? Yeah. There's so many schools now, man. Mm-hmm. And guys in Boise or where wherever the fuck whatever college you want to talk about, there's schools out there that can put together a team that probably could make it to a national championship mm-hmm. that never have a chance to do it. Until now. Right. And, well, maybe. No. I, I, I think – No, Yeah, yeah. Boise was ranked eighth and seventh yeah, and all this yeah, right, shit right. when they
2: were upsetting people. There's more than a pathway. Right. Because here's the thing. The six conference champions will immediately go, well, Jim, that's more than the power five. And, you're, and you go, yeah, you're right. They're already going to have an automatic bid into right. the playoff if you are the best group of five conference champion. So back in the day, that would have been Boise State all day, and they would have had a home playoff game right. or a bye if right. they were actually really decent. But now it it actually provides a pathway for teams like Boise and uh, UCF and Rutgers. and Charleston or whatever. Even Rutgers, you know. I mean, they get they on a tear. They, if they just get ranked... 14th one year and then the next year they're ranked 12th right that's a that's a playoff appearance appearance so now you can be the Oklahoma you can be in every fucking playoff regardless if you have any business being there right but now (laughs) you can have a pathway to that because I
0: I think eventually this is what I think eventually it should be I think it should be a 20 team playoff when you're talking about all of college football I think there should be 20 teams in the that make it to the playoffs, because every year, you know, I mean, dude, there were years in BCS and all that sh- when when all that crazy shit was going on. There were years when undefeated teams, there would be multiple undefeated teams that couldn't make it into a in, into a playoff game. Oh yeah. yeah, and that's that's not right. That's not right. I mean, if there's an undefeated fucking college team somewhere out in the west that's never done anything and they're undefeated and then there's four more schools that's never done anything and all of those schools are undefeated and none of those schools have a chance to compete against the big boys ever Mm -hmm. it's not fair and I think until they make it to 20 and you could do it with the top 20 teams that are at the end of the season. And you take those twenty teams, and you start the playoffs with those twenty teams, and you whittle it down. And I mean, that would be, and and I agree, that, the you know making the twelve team thing, that's fucking, that's a step in the right direction. But I don't they, think it's enough. They
2: just quadrupled. No, yeah, yeah, they did. Or tripled the size right. of the playoff right. in their first expansion. Right. At, but and, and I think they need to sit right here for 10 years to see see if it has the effect that I think it will. Because what I think, it sh- and the reason, what which I've already stated, why it had to be, you know, six at minimum. But they opened it up with four. The inherent result from that is what we've been seeing for the past 10 years. Right. Like the top five or six recruiting classes every year only rotates one team right and that's either lsu or a&m but it's always alabama georgia ohio state clemson and then rotate an AM and and maybe an lsu right and that's it and that's it's boring as fuck that way uh for for a tennessee no, no, no. or even a florida or teams yeah. i fucking hate but right right college Let's- football isn't good when there's only four teams that are worth watching right
1: But let me ask, I mean, because I'm, you know, when it comes to all this stuff, and y'all talk about it, I'm, you know, much more of a novice when it comes, I only really follow UGA. Um, Now, how many conferences are there that, you know... Well,
2: 10 major ones that are going to be affected by this. You got your Power 5, which is your Pac-12, Big 12, or... fuck big 12 big 10 big 10 yes. sec and acc that's yep. your power five yeah sure and then you have your group of five your max your mountain west your uh southern conference some others you know um shit like that that has like georgia southern and app state and boise and in um, schools that have had good years, but we're never going to be anything bigger than the Belk Bowl, right? Sure, but now, and they still might not. You're still going to probably have a handful of good teams, but the difference is, is like if a Georgia Southern loses to an App State, and then like in their conference championship, they're probably not going to make it into the top twelve of all college football, right? But like a three-loss Oklahoma State could. See, this is where I hate
1: the fucking voting that they have to do, because it's almost like, why, why don't you just come up with some kind of equation that runs? This is exactly how and the, the my main thing, the reason why I bring this up and I mean, say whatever you will about soccer, you know, but it's very interesting on how they
2: work rankings. So here's what I do. I'll read off the top. The, the teams ranked 10 through 20 from last year. Yeah. Now, last year was a, a weird year. Shorter season. A lot of players opting out. A lot of players missing games due to popping positive right. for the vid. However, if this was already in play last year, this is, this is what it would look like. So, I'll, I'll read the teams that that we're going to play in the playoff if it was a 12-game playoff. I'll read that first, and then I'll read you the top 20 so that that we can see what teams would have not made it. Right. Um, Right. And then we can have that discussion. So if last year, if this past January had a 12-game playoff, you would have had 12th-ranked Charlotte or Coastal Carolina Chanticleers going (laughs) going to South Bend, Indiana to play Notre Dame and Notre Dame as 12 versus five. Your 11 versus six would have been Indiana going to Texas A&M. And then your 10 versus seven would have been Iowa State going down to the swamp to play the Gators. That would have been an interesting game. Um, and Iowa then,
3: State, yeah.
2: And mm-hmm. then you have the same game that I went to go see on New Year's Day And that's my Georgia Bulldogs playing the Cincinnati Bearcats, but we would have had to have gone to Cincinnati and played on their turf. And Georgia would have taken over that stadium. They would have taken over the whole fucking town. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so that's your first round. And then the winners of those games then go into the four uh, playoff locations, the Peach Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and the Orange Bowl. And there you have teams like Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State waiting for you. And then the winners of those then goes down and goes down and goes down. So, But just reading the teams that didn't make last year's playoff that would have been in it and the locations of which I think immediately make it more entertaining. Right. Yeah. Now, going back to the top 20 of last season, I'm going to start with 20 and go up. But you're going to hear some of the same names because some of these teams lost their bowl game, so they dropped. Uh, I got you. After the end of the season, at 20, you have Oklahoma State. At 19, you have Texas. At 18, you have North Carolina. At 17, you have Liberty. L- old Liberty University. Dude, that's three great teams right <laughs> out of the gate that you just mentioned. It's about to get shitty, so hang, hang tight. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> at, at 16, you have Iowa. At 15, you have Louisiana Lafayette. At 14, that's where Coastal Carolina ended up finishing. 13, Florida 12 Indiana, 11 okay. BYU, then Northwestern, and blah, blah. Right, right. Then you're getting up there.
0: Dude, that, that of the, out of from 13 to 20, man, that was a lot of good football. Yeah. That's a lot of good football that got missed.
2: But here's why, but nobody, nobody has or even right now can argue that the 20th ranked team at the end of a season can compete with Alabama or Clemson or Ohio State yet. right? And that's what I'm saying. We need this 12 game for 10 years. So that, it's because it's not going to happen overnight. It's right. going to take at least five years minimum. It takes about five years to turn a program around anyway. And it's going to at least, I'd say it's going to take twice as long in some of these smaller market areas, Coastal Carolina, right, right. Statesboro, shit like that, for them to see, I can go to this smaller school that the pressure is not as high, or the 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 living situation. Like, there's a huge difference between Statesboro, Georgia, and Athens, oh, Georgia. Right, right. Yeah. Or Boone, North Carolina, and downtown Atlanta. So some people would prefer to go to a smaller, more rural locale to play college ball and not be so crowded and celebrity or whatever. And they might be from. They might be closer to there. Like guys that are from Valdosta might want to just go to Georgia Southern or go to Jacksonville State or a smaller school not go to an Auburn Florida State or right. or Georgia. And so that you got to allow enough time so that it proves that it's not just recycled same 12 teams to where then people will start to the the decentralization of talent will then start to take place and then you will have a better more competitive product. And I, right.
1: I agree with that, but I, I mean, one question I do have about this whole new rule is, I'm cur- curious whether they put any language in there about the dickheads that decide that they don't want to compete for bowl games. Is there anything about eligibility there? Nope. This that, is,
0: that's, that's a whole different thing that they need to get into. But time.
2: this, th- yeah, this is a part of. Tripling your size of the college football playoff as far as eligible teams affects people's pocketbooks and schools' revenues way more than a star player sitting out, which sucks. The only way that this—the good thing is is that the top 12 teams aren't going to have opt-outs now. So before, where, and you're talking, that's almost half of the top 25, you're now going to naturally rule out opt-outs, because the shit's going to matter. Yeah. So that already addresses that, but just not for all the teams. Okay. Um, And I'll be honest, if, because now the rest, what I haven't seen is what the rest of the bowl season looks like, 13 on to the top 64 whatever. You know, and and those are going to be opt-out fucking city. Now, I do think it's probably going to get worse for opt-outs in those games. So, in essence, bowl games for the shittier teams are going to turn into basically your first spring practice for next year. Right. Which is basically what Florida did. Remember when... uh, Dan Mullen after he got uh, yeah. road stomped yep. by Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl <laughs> yep, yep. came out and said, "Well, you know, we played our last game against Alabama. This yeah. wasn't even a Florida team. Hell, I don't even know these guys." <laughs> he was a fucking dick and they extended him. That motherfucker got signed a 3-year extension last week, which is fine for me because we're 3 and 1 against him. I got no no sweat off my sack. But um no, I think that answers the question for the top 12 teams. You're guaranteed not to have any opt-outs. So, that's an improvement.
4: Definitely. Because if,
2: cause if you finish at 5 or 6 right now, and you got it like, like for example, Georgia versus Cincinnati, let's say. Let's say the same exact shit happens this year. Georgia misses the four-team playoff, and we have a rematch against Cincinnati. Well, JT Daniels and any NFL-eligible guys have no Currently, I'm just saying they, right. they have nothing to prove by winning that game or playing in that game. Right, And because they're that talented to be on a fifth-ranked team, they're not going to play. And that fucking sucks. I could give two shits about you thinking that one game is going to hurt your NFL chances.
0: I don't get that whole thing. I think if you if you play college, especially college— and you go through a season, and you make it to a playoff game, a bowl game. It doesn't matter what that game is; you have to play that game. Yeah, you if, can't opt out of anything.
2: Opting out means that's, you got to pay for the full year of tuition, right? But even that's not going to matter because uh, somebody's going to end up flipping the bill. So I yeah. don't know.
0: Yeah, it's no, no They got to make it you, a
2: rule that you can't do
0: that. I they, say
2: you put it, put him in neck, uh, neck ch- chassels. And a, an a, and a extendable cow prod, and you, and you I still, get them on the fucking field. And I still
0: field. think the rule should be the fucking team you start with is the team you end the season with. I think that should be throughout football. I don't think you should be able to be in a fucking playoff game and get a quarterback. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, all of a sudden, switch your quarterback out and shit. Well, that's not I don't the NFL. Think he should, I, well, I know, but I I'm mean, just saying that should be the rule throughout football. You I should d- the shit you start with is the shit you end with. You know, mm-hmm. that's a to me that just is the right way to do shit. It's not making it about money. You're making it about the fucking game.
1: No, I know. I I, I believe at first it's going to be more of a culture shift before it's in a new rule, but the one thing that, I mean, I think that the only reason why a player should be able to opt themselves out, if they are positive that they're going to be up there, potentially, for the draft, and they are injury-prone up to a certain point, I mean, they've been injured that year or something, they may have a case to be able to put in a request. But I don't think anybody should just be able to willy-nilly just be like, no, I don't want to fucking do it. If you're going to
0: play ball, you play ball. I'm sure there's thousands of professional players that feel the exact same way I do. Yeah. You don't opt out of a game.
3: You well, don't, you don't you fuck don't, your you team. Don't,
0: that's letting your team down. You yeah. know? I mean, you don't do that kind of shit. And it doesn't matter if you know that your team's going to stomp the fucking team that you're playing, none of that should matter. No. It's the money, man. It's all about the money now. Everything that goes on... Is about money. Yeah, none, and, of, and none of these
1: people would go down with the Titanic.
0: Before free agency and the way football, you, dude, it was a team. You were a team from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. Injuries and shit, you fucking played through it. You were there. And it's not like that anymore. It's that everybody's afraid of getting hurt. Because and then when you those... get hurt, it's all those dollar signs that that hurt person is going to cost you. It's all those dollar signs that that hurt person is going to not be put in, asses in the stands it's all about money now and that's what's wrong with football Within my eyes,
2: because also all those old silver hairs that you grew up watching all fucking got brain dead. Yeah, and it well, fucked up the I,
0: game. Yeah, because they were too fucking retarded not to leave
2: with their head. I blame your generation. Uh, come thug. on, man. No, I'm just saying
0: that the rule of free agency and things like that. I, I don't agree with that. I mean, but it's here to stay. And it, it is. There's it's not even never a, going anywhere. There's I know. not even a I'm conversation just, I'm about just saying thinking it was about a, it. That was a change in football. That was that was the biggest change ever in the game.
1: See, I think that's going to gonna be though one of the benefits and, of when they do change over to uh endorsement type shit where maybe an endorsements will be like they have it in the contract where you can't, you know, um call out for a game or something.
0: And I dude, I get the risk of injury. I get all of that yeah. shit cuz yeah. I mean, it's a different game now. Everybody's faster and bigger and yep. fucking
2: so this does this does two things. Expanding the college football playoff will decentralize the talent from what it currently is. It won't change the fact that Alabama, Georgia, Clemson and Ohio State still won't top out the top 5 in recruiting because they already have the infrastructure, they have the facilities, they have the personnel as far as the staff that does the top-notch level of recruiting whether that's you know, $100 handshakes or just talking with the players, whatever it is, it's working. And that's just not all of a sudden going to stop working because now the players have an opportunity to go to the national championship. And that's what I'm saying. It's going to take more than just a few years no, well, yeah, sure, for, sure. for other teams to be able to catch up. The way that it will hurt them, the way that it will hurt our teams, Doug, is we won't have the depth. Yeah, we won't be able to. Yeah, recruit. they'll
0: take the the third string. and second like string. Our the, third
2: string will be a legit a first, third string. First string, not yeah. a first string at another right, school right. that's just waiting his time. Right. So that might cool down the transfer portal stuff that we've been seeing, where teams are so stacked they just want to play. You'll be able to go to the school that you already think can do that for you, where you don't feel like you're forced to go to a school to hope that you can play. Right. So it I, might, I, it might balance out the transfer portal thing, but what it will do is it will take the depth away from the good teams, yep. which will make football better, better. yes. And it it will. Will. but also at the same time that will make opting out actually truly fuck your team. Cause right now, to be honest, if like, if, if one of Georgia's wide receivers were to opt out, hell, we got one transfer in right now. Um, it's not gonna hurt us at all. Because we're so deep at that position because right. of the concentration of talent. Right. But I think that if you don't have that concentration of talent, you won't have the transferring out. You won't have the opt-outs. At least in, uh, the top 12 is the only thing I feel comfortable talking about. Outside of that, I feel bad for them. If, you're, if your team is 13 all the way down to 119, do better. That's yep. all i got to say. Compete better. Yeah. Or even at, put more money in. Because even at 20... You can still make the argument, well, the top 25 was always, you know, if you were 26, you were unranked. So it should be the ranked teams. Well, if it goes to 20, the 21st ranked team could be just no different, really a, a, a cunt hairs difference between Oklahoma State this year and, you know, Northwestern last right, year. It, right. Who knows? But they both are going to get destroyed if they have to go through Clemson and Georgia. And no, Bamford. I know.
0: But I'm just saying at that amount, at mm-hmm. a 20-team playoff, you've got a better shot of a school like you mentioned, you know, Oklahoma State, fucking Texas. I mean, you were rattling off a lot of good football yeah. in there, you know. Well, regardless, and I mean, still. If they get on a roll and they're having a good year, they sure. might come into the SEC and whip our ass, you know. I mean, it could it could happen.
2: Well, the big, the big thing that we've been seeing over the last, I think, five years is the – or maybe the last four years, but for sure over the last three years – is the college football playoff games' ratings are tanking. It's been around for six, seven years, since 2014. Right. And initially, it was huge, absolutely massive. Yeah. Because you had a pretty decent, you know, balance of teams. You'd have Michigan State. You, you had the, you know, Oklahoma, you and Clemson. When it was new, it was all fucking new. Right. But once it was literally Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and then rotate Oklahoma and one other SEC at large team. That was what it. That's what it's been for the last four or five years. And the rest of the country's bored out of their fucking mind with that. And I get it. And so it was starting to tank once they see that a 12 team playoff has massive uptick to their revenue. That will give them all the reason that they need. To expand it to twenty or beyond. So the money will do all the talking. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Either way, I mean, we were you know, back when we were talking about this, we were already kind of like, Well, if they bring it up to six, that would already be awesome. So I I think, you know, twelve is already beyond what we were averaging out. No, it's we a good thought, st- It's yeah, a good start. A That's good. what I said. That's
2: a good That's start. That's a massive jump. I was not expecting that. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. maybe eight or ten, and they were going to squabble for three years over those two extra yeah. teams. Yeah, And And I would have been happier than with eight than four, yeah, but I, re- I never thought in a million years we'd man, see 12. I remember,
0: I remember when uh, the first discussions about the playoff college playoff teams, mm-hmm. And there were, there were people saying 16, 16 teams, Mm -hmm. they should do it, you know? And I thought in the very beginning when they were saying 16 teams, I was like, well, why not 20? Why not the top 20, you know? And, but 16, even if they would have came out with 16 and then moved up to 20, you know, when they first started this shit, it, you would already see the change. You know, you would already see the change that you're talking about that, well, they're, take... they're doing it smart. Yeah.
2: And, well. and if anything, I think they might have overshot their wad by putting it up to 12. I, I think that their first expansion should have been 6 to 8. Because what if they would have immediately had 16 or 20, they would have shrunk it. I guarantee you they would have fucking shrunk it. Because starting with going from 1 versus 2 yeah. to fucking 20, right. you, you would have your whole entire first round not matter. Right. Because those teams just aren't ready yet. So it, it needs to expand incrementally yeah. as the talent pool fills up those right. teams. Because if you just say, fuck it, 30, you're immediately going to shrink it back down as soon as possible because nobody's going to watch those first runs. Right. It's yeah. just going well, to suck.
0: Were, they were you know, bringing up the basketball and all that shit, you know, the way that they run their mm-hmm. playoffs. I remember when they first started talking about it and they said 16. I was like, yeah, that's a good number to start with. To start with 16 teams? And I think... And know, if that would have happened, then, like I said, what you're talking about... We'd probably we're be just, down to eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it probably would be. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, uh, you know, you would, you don't know. It might have went up. You know, it might have went down. But, I mean, if they would have started big, started right out of the gate. yeah,
2: 16 teams for the playoffs. But if you just look at it, if you just look at college football over the last 30 years... And the amount of change that they've done as far as deciding a national champion, that's a promising trajectory. Yes, it is. Because 30 years ago, there wasn't even a BCS. No, I know. Yeah. It was coaches poll and AP poll deciding who the fuck was going to be the national championship, and you didn't know. A lot of times, you would play the games and not know. You would have two teams thinking that they were, because you would have a two versus three and then like a... A one versus four that just happened to be that. Right. And, you know, the number four team would beat the number one team, but the number two team would win. So then it would, both teams would be like, well, I'm national champion. Right. And sometimes you had multiple national champions. And so it it, went, it was so fucking bonkers back then because you went into the games not even fucking knowing what was on the line. Right. To the BCS where that worked for a time. And then it quickly was like, this ain't really getting us what we want, dog. Because the computers were doing all the fucking work, right? Yeah, and so the if if everybody kind of exhale, like if you don't like this, just slow the fuck down and exhale. Because the way that college football has shown that it will react to trying to put on the best product to get the national champion, they're at least showing you that they're willing to work on it. I and love for me, I'll I take love it. this. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I do. Yeah. And uh-huh. on the and on the final football note, I gotta say sayonara to Julio Jones. Oh yeah, he is now just a few hours north up in Nashville, being a Titan. Yeah, and uh, it's to good luck be to tight you. Tight yeah,
1: with the Titans.
2: Yeah, not not to kick this off into another twenty minute. You know, I was glad to hear that fucking football uh, yeah, continuation. Don't let him, don't let him get to New England. But
1: hey, and I still don't know what's happening with Larry. The, the Fitz Nobody does the, the, the Fitzman. I guess he's not they, going anywhere. Well, because... no, no, no. They told him they they basically left it open to say, if you want to come back, there's a spot for you. That's pretty much where the Cardinals left it, and so I, I think it's just kind of wait until. I, I bet he's going to go to camp and see how he feels.
2: Well, Julio, that was a landing spot for Julio. Then again, yeah. two thirds of the NFL was a potential landing spot for Julio. Two episodes ago, when we addressed it or talked about it, I said where I thought he could go, and I thought that was the Patriots. I thought that he would potentially end up there. Right. I'm glad he fucking didn't. Because then I also spent the rest of the time talking about all the teams I would rather him be on, and those are teams that the Falcons don't face, at least during the season when it counts. Now, this year, wouldn't you know it, very first preseason game which i'm hoping julio opts out on i know we were just bitching on opting out but i hope julio <laughs> opts out because the very first preseason game the titans come to atlanta to play my falcons <laughs> <laughs> i'm like
3: fuck <laughs>
2: but fuck all that hey man i know i talk mad shit saying we don't fucking need you but salute brother best best falcon of all time
1: yeah and beyond that thank you for opening up the cap
2: and well that's another thing. Like the biggest to me, fuck free agency or trades or whatever. The 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 shittiest part about the NFL right now is the cap. Mm-hmm. That's fucking more teams over than anything. The but, money. Yeah, expand the, the money. money. The NFL has never been richer. Expand the cap. What the fuck are you doing? You greedy fucks. No, the owners get to keep all that and then also build all these new stadiums every 12 years so they can get a Super Bowl so they can make more money. But the stadiums are built on taxpayer money while the team is still sitting there at $120 million cap space while you're paying quarterbacks and wide receivers $100 million contracts. That's a, that's a recipe that cannot and will not and is not fucking working. No. It's, it's why we don't have Julio. It, dude, it's, it's all about money. But for the listeners, don't get me wrong, because I know I'm coming off sounding like I'm talking out of both sides of my ass right now, because I spent two episodes (laughs) ago talking about how get Julio the fuck out of town, I, I understand how talented he is. I'd much rather him be a Falcon than not be a Falcon, but I understand the reality of the situation, and that is, under the current cap bullshit, we couldn't afford to keep him. Exactly. And that's the only reason why he's not a Falcon, Is because of the cap. The cap is fucking way too, like, I don't mind having a a cap in theory to try to say it's fair, but double that bitch. The the NFL revenue over the past 30 years has more than doubled. Yeah. But the cap hadn't expanded in I don't even know how long. It's been a long ass fucking time. So it's like the cap should adjust with the NFL revenue. That's the difference
0: between rich and wealthy. You know, the the rich guys are the players under that cap. The wealthy guys are the guys paying them. Exactly. And so, I mean, it, it it's money, man. It's, it's it's no different than than us working for a company and the company's making all this shitload of money. It's no different. It's, and, there's no difference. And this is
2: why I've kind of tapped out on the NFL.
0: Money, free agency. The more things that make it about money, the less it is about football.
2: Correct to me. Yeah, and right. as a non-voter, you should stop watching the NFL. I did. I have.
0: I've stopped watching the NFL. You I don't, don't watch the Dolphins. In, I don't watch anybody. Don't? I, now I will check the score on on my phone. But no, I haven't watched an NFL game in
1: three years. See, that's how, that's
2: is how it because I am. They kneeled? Is it because no, they no, kneeled? No, no, no. It's because <laughs>
0: know, no. It's I know. It, it's just it. It's all it's all about the money. You know what? but well, we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know, yet. I know, I know. I'm just to me that's... to to me football is college football, and if you start paying college players, which we've got into this conversation too, if they start getting paid, then it takes the spirit of the game away from football. That's how. And, I- yeah. That's why college ball is my favorite kind of football instead of the NFL. And I
2: just see it as just like we're pro legalized weed because people are smoking (laughs) weed anyway the players are getting paid anyway just don't don't hurt them and and keep them from playing because they're getting paid allow them to do the thing they're already fucking doing so that they don't have to take time off the field
1: see and doug yeah yeah no i agree with that i mean but doug yeah the way you feel about that's the way i feel about basketball but i do have to give a little bit of a shout out and the, the hawks are still in it right I think they're playing right now. Yeah, and uh, I also have to give a shout out to my sons. It actually looks like who the fuck I, is that? Uh, yeah, I know. The what? But what? Your hey, sons? It, I didn't know you. I didn't even know you were <laughs> you're <married>. a dad. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay, so the Phoenix Suns have <laughs> The Phoenix Suns have never won a championship. You left your sons in Phoenix. Okay. God damn it, dude! You might want to go check on Fuck. them. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Feels like I'm falling down the stairs again. <laughs> Practice makes perfect, bro. We <laughs> are
3: rolling in the mud.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, continue. Oh, no, no, I, I just wanted to give a shout out because I know we don't talk about f- basketball because, you know, let's be honest, even though they're in it, I'm still not fucking watching.
2: No, like, you know, with a lot of the people, even though I said the NFL ratings have gone up, well, I don't know if their ratings have, but the revenue has, over the last two decades. But I know a lot of people are opting out from watching. They're voting with their eyeballs. Yeah, because uh, they're too invested on what
1: fucking China thinks about anything. So,
2: fuck them. Well, it started with, like, the, f- the first wave of stopping watching NFL is because Colin Kaepernick and that whole rigmarole.
0: Yeah, I did, that didn't
2: stop But, me. I stopped watching the NBA a decade ago. Probably in 2011, to be honest. Like, right at a decade ago. But for me, it was just because the Hawks suck. They kept getting knocked out in the first round of the playoffs this year. They've made it past the first round, and I've watched a few games. But I can't really say that I'm jacked. It's just a sport I can't care about. It's it's a combination of the worst parts of soccer, and 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 the worst parts of money. You got players flopping and the uh, just being prima donnas and just. Oh, he fouled me. Oh, no. Yeah, it Which, has, it's turned too, yeah, too theatrical. It, it's not what I grew up watching. No. Where you went hard in the paint, and you were able to make physical contact, and that was the game. Right. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, now, Michael Jordan now, like, you got players that are dribbling Bird, down the yeah. court that has somebody coming up behind them, and they'll stop just to get somebody to run into them to catch the foul. And it's like, throw an elbow or something. Like, this is some bitch-made shit. Not to mention, uh, just culturally, the NBA is not going in my direction. I'm not in their demographic, and it, 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 it isn't meant for me.
1: Well, I feel like every, you know, as long as sports are going in the woke direction, this country is going to turn into a barren wasteland
2: for sports.
1: It's, yeah, I don't see it. That's where
2: guys like Dana White and maybe the USFL, depending on who's running that show. But I genuinely hope that there is an open opportunity for competitive organizations in this country, both in the corporate sphere and the entertainment sphere, and in athletic, athlete athletics, and entertainment is one and the same. So that's redundant, repetitive redundancy. But I want—I'm totally open to see genuine open competition where there's not a monopoly on certain types of entertainment. Where if they decide to be woke, you got to either deal with it or just give up your passion, <clears throat> your. And, you know, your number one love or whatever. Right.
0: That's why yeah. I hope the USFL coming back, I hope it's what it was against the NFL back in the day. Cause it was, they were, they were kind of like the NFL had become corporate. Yeah. And the USFL wanted to make a league where it wasn't about that. It was about playing football. You know, Herschel Walker, he can explain it to you better than anybody. Mm -hmm. I I loved it. I loved the USFL. I watched every game I could watch. And it went away. It got squashed out by the NFL. Now, with it coming back, that says to me somebody with a lot of money or something is backing it because – if they're coming out again and they're going up against the NFL again, and they do it the way they did it back then, mm-hmm. they will overtake the NFL. They US- will.
2: Uh, they will completely overtake. Could, the I mean, NFL. like right now, the spring There's, league, the spring league football is going on. Yeah, and those are semi-pro slash former pro players playing. I watched it. It's it's as bad as watching the senior bowl. Yeah, like, it, I don't give a flying fuck.
0: USFL. It, I swear, watching it was like watching a college professional football game you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. every player on every one of those teams you knew were, where they, they were. were giving you every fucking thing they had and yeah. you could yeah. see they it.
2: wanted to be out there yes
1: you
0: you
2: can
1: see it in in the play of the games and, that's kind of how arena football used to be for a second right and
2: that's why i can't give two flying fucks about the nba because even in playoff games there's players that That are playing so soft, I have to question if they even want to be out there. Right? NFL, same thing, because they'd rather if they get injured, they don't get that end of the year guarantee, you know, bonus or what, or or they run the risk of not getting signed the next year, and there's too much money on the line, so they're not going to run out that fucking.
0: And if there's enough money behind the USFL and they don't have a salary cap, imagine what that could do. Yeah, the NFL's going
2: to have to adjust. This whole
0: little thing, it was a little announcement. Nobody's made anything big of it. But to me, because I watched the original USFL come up against the Goliath and lose and get totally squashed. Yep. And Donald Trump was actually part of that. He was part yeah, of the he, U.S. He owned L- the New Jersey General. I was going to
1: mention that. I was going to yeah. be like, I was going to say, I hope it's USFL brought to you by
2: Trump Steaks. Brought to you by Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd I, be down it, yeah. even
0: if it is Trump-backed money and somebody's with a shitload of money does this. It could be if if they do this right, they could really make a statement. And right now, they only have the license for eight teams, is what I heard. Yeah, uh, for the names.
3: Yeah, which makes sense. the New Jersey
0: Generals are one of them. I hope the Birmingham Stallions are one of them. Watching all in teams play, it was great.
2: Yeah, no, I'm totally and down for it because of the of the notion that competition breeds a better product. It does because right mm-hmm. now the NFL has a monopoly on professional football in America. I don't give a flying fuck what you say. Arena football sucks. The spring league sucks. The the yeah. XFL and the two iterations that it had, it fucking sucked. Even though and I'll even draw this. Case in point, the XFL, the first go-around right. back in the early 2000s, yeah. yep. they, they were willing to take risks that the NFL was never going to take from the players allowing them their own wording on their back of their jersey instead of their name. That's <laughs> right. where you got he hate me. The, the, yeah, right. it was, it was terrible. But the one innovation that is still in the NFL today that didn't exist before the XFL – was the sky cam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The over the field fucking sky cam. Now, can you can anybody who's it doesn't matter what your age is, really, cuz it's been around for almost 20 years, but can anybody who's a football fan remember what watching football field goals and shit before the sky cam was? I do.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do. I remember watching I remember watching games where there was one camera. There's
2: <laughs> like one camera. All right. Your, I found yeah. the one guy that can oh, remember. Oh, do the you, whole no, no, I I remember. God damn it, you're blowing the whole point. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> My point was to emphasize what a big change that was for yeah, the NFL. Yes. And how you have to go way the fuck back to remember this, yes. which you're not supposed to in yes. this hypothetical Help me make my point. Oh, guys. come on, Jim. Come on. I got to <laughs> make it hard on you. I will say this, and I don't know why they took this channel away, uh, but ESPN Classic, when that was a thing, but now it's YouTube. You can right, just go on YouTube. Right, right. If you pull up like 1992 NFC Championship game, right. original broadcast. And just watch it. Good luck knowing what the fucking yeah, down and yeah, distance yeah. or the score is. Right, right. Yeah. you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. calling a baseball, like whether it's a strike or a ball. Yeah. It was just like I think <laughs>
1: it's,
3: yeah. a,
2: it's the same thing. Especially here in Atlanta, um, you know, every every beginning of the season, or ever, or better yet, every rain delay, you'll have a. Let's go back to the good old days when we were winning, shit, guys. <laughs> Dude,
0: I remember. I look, I remember watching games. It would be snowing and they would be, like be cleaning snow off the cameras, and it, you couldn't see shit. You couldn't see anything. No. It was like, are they down there? Or, are they, or is there people playing? And they'd be calling the game. You know? You'd know, you still hear them calling the game, and they'd put the score up. Because even nowadays, see shit.
2: nowadays the stadiums have so many LED screens that on the field of yeah. view, you can tell what what the quarter is, what the down in distance, and what the score is. But back in the day, yes. that was only in one corner or two corners and it was little, and, and they were light bulbs, and yeah. they were never in the field of view yeah. of the camera. No. So you had no idea.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's where the uh, the whole Hollywood of it all came in with yeah. the you know the XFL. They brought the they they turned football players into. I mean, they can f- follow you down the field
3: now. Yeah. You know, entertainers. You're,
0: exactly. You're mm-hmm. an entertainer. It's cool. I dig it. I dig it. It I'm, also ensured
1: the- it insured back then, you know, that people would stick around until the commercial break. Right. Because that was pretty much you either got it back at the beginning when they were coming back, or maybe in between, but at the at the end. Too. Right. It was just like there were only select times and now it's just like you can pull up a game anytime and just be like, Oh, okay, no enough. Dude So
0: watch the progression of it though yeah over my lifetime yeah has been insane oh yeah, we talked about this going from pong yeah pong the fucking mm-hmm. doop, doop, to, a, to vr fucking, to to fucking now you play a, a fucking video football game and the fucking player looks like the player on the you know i mean I've, it's insane I've, it's I've amazing tricked,
2: i've tricked two people <laughs> and one is sitting in this room yeah <laughs> but i've tricked two people this summer Because this is the first year where MLB The Show, which is the only baseball game on the next-gen consoles, which was PlayStation 4 and up and Xbox One. It used to only be on PlayStation, but this is the first year that they allowed it on the Xbox. And I used to play baseball games. I'm a sports fan. I play sports games and first-person shooters. I either am killing people or I'm murdering them in between the lines. (laughs) But... I hadn't had a chance to play a baseball game in years. So the second that this game was ready to come out for Xbox, I was on that shit. Yeah. And I was playing it one day. And like I said, this was probably a month and a half, two months ago. Arona comes downstairs and I, well, you can tell the story. I, I said, <laughs>
3: what
1: the fuck are the Braves doing? Play- it was like 10 o'clock in the morning or some shit. I was just like, How the fuck is there a Braves game on? And it it, it, you
2: immediately ask are are they on the West Coast? (laughs) And and here's another thing. It doesn't work that way. Here's
1: another thing. (laughs) Jim did not actually mention there was a game Uh -uh. for like five minutes or so, and I'm still sitting there going, Jesus Christ, you know, how'd they not make that play? And it's like, (laughs) and I think he was just waiting to see if I'd catch on. And then it was finally like five minutes. I'm like, wait, is this a fucking game? And you're like. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man.
0: That's crazy. And see, I,
1: I thought I was a retard. Because, <laughs> dude, I thought there was no way. I was way. starting to think that. but <laughs> I thought there was no way that anyone else would be like that. Actually, you tricked, I think, three people because I think Adam was one. No, no.
2: I didn't have it when Adam came down, but it was you and Colby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was our neighbor. He came over one night, and this was even funnier because it was nighttime. It was dark out, and I'm playing a day game. And immediately came in. He's a diehard Braves fan. I love Colby. Yeah. Um, Diehard Braves fan. He came in. He's like, oh, how are we doing? (laughs) And I was like, I'm not doing so great. And he's like, I mean, but. Why? Okay, so what's what's the score? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I sat down and then I started playing and he was like, "Oh, come on, man!" And he's cheering. He's, yeah, 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 he was cheering me on.
3: <laughs> but he thought it was he thought it was a real game. That's oh, and I was cracking
2: up.
1: I was like, that's "Thank God!" I
2: wasn't wh- the only fucking one. But once you started laughing, that's why. And then once he heard the clicking of the click 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 <laughs> right? the, of the buttons, he was like, "Oh." Oh damn it! Is this a video game? Yeah, "Yeah, dude, it looks that
0: good. Yeah, that's it's amazing, man. Like like I said, the the through my just my lifetime, the leaps and shit that have been done are incredible. It's incredible.
2: Yeah, to, to any of our listeners out there, if you're a video game fan and and especially if you're Xbox only, jump on that MLB the show. It's fucking fun. It's legit. I'm team PS five. Oh, I, I'm Madden. You know, I
0: was Madden. All oh, I don't think you would be anymore. No, Doug. Madden it, it has blows. taken a
2: nine year skid into Shitsville. Yeah, well, so soon it's just say, like the NFL. I'm on so the old, maybe old Madden. It, it maybe it is just like the real thing. It is just sucked for the last decade. I think the NFL needs to
1: write in just be like. We're always going to have like a five-year period with competition. Then we can sign a contract with you for a few years. And then we automatically go back to all right. reinject re-inject some t- some competition.
0: I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Saban. <laughs> Saban College <laughs> twenty twenty four. That's
2: the kind of bullshit they would have pulled in nineteen ninety four with Sega. <laughs> They'd be like Nick Saban, college football, <laughs> just like they had like Bill Walsh, <laughs> NFL football yeah. before it became Madden. Yeah, um, yeah. Fuck Saban.
3: <laughs> I'm it's,
0: just- it's probably coming though. <laughs> no, it's not. When he leaves Alabama, it'll be it'll be uh, Saban SEC.
1: Maybe with uh, people who are still putting to get together like 16-bit games or 8-bit games.
2: Yeah, it'll be a phone app that'll probably <laughs> fucking steal your information and give it to China. But they China. are. EA Sports. <laughs> EA Sports still coming along with their NCAA game. The only shit thing is they actually did come out with a year. It's... Definitely not this year and it's not even next year. It'll be twenty twenty three, maybe when this expanded playoff comes out. So many things to look forward to in the world of football and sports, but fuck basketball. Uh college sports. College football's the only good one. There we go. is
0: next year. That's I'm God. hoping I'm hoping it's not a ploy by Trump, dude. That's what I that's you know. I hope that's not what it is. I hope he's
2: involved. No, if he's involved,
0: immediately... I'm, I'm cool with him being involved, but I just hope it's not like a, just another scam thing to... To where he runs for a season and he makes a shitload of money and then, and then it's dead.
1: I just hope whoever... You know, it,
2: you know, not everything the man does is a scam. No. If there's money there, it will live. It will continue. Nah.
1: I just hope while it's going Depends on, on they write the something loves. in there that says, you are not, during the regular season, allowed to bring up anything to do with social anything or politics. Shut the
2: fuck up. That's it. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. Like... We've kicked this dead horse until it's turned orange. I'm glad to oh, see it coming back. This dead horse though. has got worms. I will say that. What was that?
0: I am glad to see it coming back, though. I, w- I will say that.
2: Yep. And speaking of Trump, we're going to go to someone semi-adjacent to him okay (laughs) there's no transition Uh, i've been i I thought about transitioning 15 minutes ago when you first brought up trump and i was like cool this would be good then 20 20 minutes later yeah um
0: yeah this one's going great
2: guys
1: (laughs) god damn
2: rust
0: holy shit
1: the the name of this episode is going to be cutting room floor this one's going good
2: well the rest of this is just kind of like people doing crazy shit which is kind of not that shocking. No, that's every week at this point. So, you know, right now there's there seems to be this awkward move. And Doug, I know you're not watching the news, so allow me to fill you in on some of the things that you missed. Please some the, do. Some of the lighter side of news, which to me I've just <laughs> been enjoying profusely. Does it involve Kardashians? No, but it involves somebody doing some Kardashian-style shit. Oh, is this the Biden? I mean, I'll tell you. Okay,
1: uh, <laughs> wanted to guess. I'm I'm that person in the theater that's like, I think he's gonna. And we're like, shut the fuck up down yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> fucking
2: Christ! I should have just shut watched up, man. Should have just watched this at home. I hadn't
0: seen this movie yet. What the fuck? This is what is this your third time? <laughs> he dies in the end. There. Yeah. You're fucking happy. Yeah. Fuck you. You're fucking happy. The whole family gets it. You never yeah. see it
2: coming
3: either. <laughs> 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 I've seen this movie three times a day.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, go and uh. see a quiet place part 2 you will thank me
2: uh <laughs>
1: that was a beautiful moment,
2: <laughs> dude. Just oh god, might that might be the best part of going back to the movies now is having a chance to absolutely ruin it for the loud fucks. Yeah, and sit the in theater. there, sit in there, okay. watch
0: the movie a couple of times, and nope. then just sit in the back and fucking
1: <laughs>
3: he's gonna die. Okay, no,
1: no, no, fellas. Okay, so last week,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so last week I I called my dad and. The First words out of my mouth are, I'm going to say a very old-fashioned sentence. I just got out of a movie. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to tell me Metamusal came out with a new flavor. (laughs)
0: Strawberry.
1: No, no. I went to see A Quiet Place Part 2. And I'm not going to go into, I mean, I'll say you should go and see it. But beyond that, the experience of actually going to see a movie. Because I've seen a movie since you know the vid started
2: yeah but since the since the invisible uh, coof yeah exactly
1: no i i i've seen one and the last time i saw it it was just even being in a movie even though the theater was empty was terrible even i saw tenant it was a great movie i loved it but just the experience i was like i don't need to do this shit no more so i go this time i'm still expecting that it's you know probably uh, on the fence, whether it's going to be a great experience. It was almost like being in a theater circa 90s because no one once in the entire theater looked at their phone. I did not see a screen pop up anywhere. That's crazy. It was in, I didn't hear any side conversations. Everyone was thoroughly engrossed the entire time into the movie. It was the best Probably movie experience I've had other than maybe a 3D something maybe 10 years ago.
2: Right. Man, he sounds like the, the kid who has only had two flights ever in his life, and the first <laughs> one was on Spirit, and his second one was first class in Delta. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Get, there's chatty Cathy's out of there. Look at this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll let you fill in the blanks. No, that's all I have to say about that. I just want to say for all those outliers who are thinking about going back to the theater, give it a, give it a shot. Even actually just one last point on that. John Krasinski, before the movie comes on, um, you know, he's the director of this. He comes on and is saying, he's like, you know, y'all are the people that make this possible. Please start coming back to the cinema. Uh, you know, because. I'm still one of those people that there's the beauty of going to see a movie out at the cin- cinema. I feel that way, too.
0: Yeah. If I know, if if there's a movie, like, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. The Godzilla King Kong movie. Mm-hmm. I would have definitely gone to the movie theater to see that. Yeah. I would yeah. Have, uh, But I, But it came on, you know, for free on Netflix or whatever, but.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, would have
0: definitely gone to this to see that at the movie. If I would have saw the trailer for it, yep. I would have definitely gone to
2: the movie. Y'all two are gonna be the ones that revitalize the cinema industry.
0: <laughs> it's just, dude, it's just a huge screen and that fucking Dolby sound kicking ass all around you. Mm-hmm. It's killer. It's awesome. It's an awesome experience, especially when you're when you're watching movies like like that, like an action movie you know where there's a lot of sounds going on you know or just anything where you're going on behind you and and you know or just anything
2: anything where you being visually immersed into the movie makes it an experience right i've been so let down with so many recent releases recent as in Oh, I don't know. The past 10 years, there's just been so much shit made. I'm like, you're not getting my 20 bucks, dude. Yeah. I'll wait six months and watch it for free. Right. At the house where I can pause it, take a shit, forget about it, come back three weeks later. Yeah, there hadn't been a know. lot of killer movies like that. No, no it, it, because again, this is the opposite of competition an oversaturation. They're letting everything in, and they're, like, growing up, summer blockbusters were the shit to go see. Did you yeah. ever
0: watch Guardians of the Galaxy? No. You never
2: did? Mm-mm. You, you would like, I think you
1: would like that
0: one. I, I imagine I would. I think you would Both dig Both of them. It. Here's, I like the here's, raccoon, man. You'll definitely here's,
2: him. Here's the thing about me. I'm fully aware at how ignorant I've made myself about movies. Right. I think it was last year I tried to make it through... Uh, the marvel universe yeah i started the year prior and then i don't know when covid happened and then cities were burning down kind of superhero movies weren't really getting it done for me i could just turn (laughs) on unicorn riot and be like this is fucking this is (laughs) it it. (laughs) there's no cgi here yeah none um but it, it takes a lot for me to get pulled into something and like get into movies or whatever because I've seen so many shitty ones. Or even if they're not shitty, even if they're visually mesmerizing as fuck, the storylines I don't care about. This Whatever subject matter they're dealing with, it doesn't relate to me. Either it's some new postmodern woke bullshit where I don't care about your characters. And whatever, in a lot of cases, a lot of the movies that I've seen, it's just rehashes of the same... Style of movie or same tale that I've already seen.
1: Well, but it's like what you bring up, though, with superhero movies that you were trying to get through those. The problem still is that 70% of what they're putting out. Is superhero centric. I, I and those it.
0: were the best. That, look, out of all the movies in the past ten years, yeah. those were the
2: best ones made.
0: And, yeah. that and te- it's because that they're making so many of them, like but, you're
2: saying. But that tells me everything I need to know because half the time I was still checking my phone in the middle of the fucking movie. Like right. those didn't get it done for me. Right. I felt like I had to finish them so I could at least be able to speak in this culture of movie watchers where I wasn't. uh ostracized, or right. to where I at least was able to keep up with... I was like, Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not gonna do that same shit with Fast and the Furious universe. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them forever. You were done after the first one. You never even needed to go to Tokyo. But they're releasing the ninth one, and I will I will never watch that movie. Yeah, but I haven't seen any of them. with the whole Marvel universe, it was so big, and so many people, even normies, were like, oh my god, this one, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I can't even... If I if I feel like I'm starting to get edged out of like culture, because there's something I missed out on, I'll at least give it a glance. But I got to be honest with you, man. Like to get through the rest of the the second half of the Marvel Universe, I'm not looking forward to it. Well, like, I, I just don't care. Yeah, I got to tell you that I, I watched them all. I watched every one of them. Yeah.
0: I've read the yeah. comic books when I was a kid, and the movies that they made from those comic books are fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, they're aimed at
2: a at a certain audience, and they got them. You know, I've lost my lust for new entertainment because it's just not entertaining to me. Right. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't have that sparkle in my eye like I did when I was a kid or a teenager or whatever. I've same thing kind of for me with with really any modern entertainment. It just doesn't do the thing. Like it can't compare to that, those prior experiences. Like it's like I'm chasing the dragon. It's like this isn't even close. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the movie. I don't know if it's the times or it's a combination of both. But I I can't I can't do it.
1: I I think it a lot of it has to do with the generation we grew up in because it was still very practical effects centric, and you know even you know the 20s and 30s people. Kind of now, at least early 30s. Yeah. They were used to the CGI centric movies. And when it's not that, they think, what the hell? And we're going, yay, you know, they're doing some practical effects. And, you know, I'll go and see that all day long. And they're going, this doesn't look good.
2: Yeah, I mean like half of the Marvel stuff or even half of the half of the CGI stuff that's coming out now, it's like, yeah, I already seen this, but it was better. It was called Never Ending Story. Like, get with the shit. You're you're never gonna be able to hit me the same way that movie did. Did you watch Deadpool? oh yeah i <laughs> thought it was hilarious yeah, amazing go. yeah now comedies can still get me because yeah. funny's fucking funny yeah
0: i got he's and, and he, that's a marvel movie yeah. i mean you know they i didn't did, i didn't give a fuck marvel, that he was a superhero I mean, marvel was keeping that one low key <laughs> you know they were, <laughs> they were like eh, it's, yeah that's part of the marvel universe, now if all the marvels were we like that oh my
2: god you wouldn't be able to keep me from watching them yeah, it's him. the first r-rated marvel movie ever made see that's just more my speed i don't need to be coddled or placated and i
0: think and i believe that they might start making some more r-rated marvel shit
1: uh, i mean and i don't know if this is is for sure um because we talked about this at one point you and i jim about you were like they're never going to bring back punisher i read a story that john bernthal is on the hook for something having to do with punisher
2: well they're gonna have to change the logo because the only reason why I said they're not going to bring back Punisher was because the Punisher logo was in the process of getting canceled after January 6th because people are fucking retards. Yeah. And they're like, oh, people were, were wearing shirts with the Punisher logo. That's a terrorist symbol. And I'm just like, yeah, you guys are fucking morons. I wish the Punisher was real so you can come and fucking murder all yeah, of you. Yeah, that, oh. that, that shit's
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Punisher's killer, Oops. man. That shit is killer. That's awesome shit, man.
0: That
1: <laughs> All those stories. Dude, The Punisher was my favorite comic from when I was a kid. I didn't even really read comics all that much, but for the most part, Warzone, I mean, that shit had me on the hook for at least three or four years, where I was just like, that's my favorite.
2: No idea what y'all are talking about. I know it came out on Netflix. I saw a few episodes, got bored, changed the channel. (laughs) I'm just not... uh... Dude, look, when I Captain Marvel is a
0: chick in the new in the new movie that was the one i saw that movie that was the one curve that they threw me (laughs) because when i was a kid growing up captain marvel was a man and uh
2: well yeah they gotta you know
0: yeah with what they did with the stories and even stan lee you know he said they did me justice Mm -hmm. you know even the guy that made the comics (laughs) Was was in every one of the movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, oh, yeah, he had a little little spot in every movie, and now he's not going to be there anymore, and it's sad because he died. You yeah, know, they but, can hologram. But him. It, I mean, yeah, yeah, they could. They could actually, do that.
1: I think they did a thing, and I'm, they have. They knew it was coming. Yeah, so yeah. they shot like I want to say six or seven cameo type things that they're gonna. They're like, well, right, right. obviously
2: you're about to die, so let's yeah. just let's just film 16 jump spots for you imagine
1: that conversation where it's like uh mr lee um so we know you're gonna die so no i'm not excelsior (laughs) (laughs) i I
0: feel like i feel like when they uh came to him and they started making those movies and he told them from the get they have to be made a certain way he had to approve them before they would he was like no blacks and uh (laughs) Come on!
2: I didn't write uh, this stuff to be all mucked up. (laughs) But but he
0: would he would you know oversee the, the the direction of the movie, and that dude for that to happen to a comic but to a guy that made comic books yeah, and then late in his life all of a sudden. You know, he his. I mean, I'm sure he had probably spent all of his comic book money, you know, that he made off of comics back oh, in the sure. day. It, and when they came to him and started making these movies mm-hmm. for the the last part of his life, it, he deserved that. You know what I'm saying? Sure.
2: He deserved that. It was that, his swan that. That he, song. Yeah. Did, well, uh, did Stan Lee write Black Panther?
1: Yes. Yes. Or he was involved. Just like yes. all of them, he was kind of involved, yeah. but not as yeah. much as others. Because I, I yeah. don't,
2: I didn't remember Black Panther being like, Like around back in the day, like it was like Captain Marvel. No,
0: well, a a lot of the characters are, they weren't there for long. Like some of them, some of them in the comic books, um, you can go back to like, you can look up all the characters and it'll tell you when they first came in and then when they went out. Yeah, And some of them only lasted like a couple of years.
1: Well, I I think Stan Lee was a co-founder of Marvel in the first place. So, I mean, he was involved somewhat in all of them. I do want to give one little shout out because we were talking about, uh, you know, um, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. That was his la- the last one I think we've seen as far as one of his, uh, you know, uh, cameos. And it was perfect in that, whatever you think of that movie, it was perfect because a lot of people do credit Kevin Smith with helping to bring, uh, comics to the forefront of pop culture. Right. And, um, so, uh, if you look, when he's in the scene in Captain Marvel, he's reading the script for clerks, right? Right. It, or yeah. for Mallrats. rats. Right. For Mallrats. rats. Yeah, yeah Mallrats, rats. Yeah. Which I mean. Yeah. When that happened, I. I mean, you can call me a. a he pussy had a or, nerdgasm. Yeah, you can call me a pussy. I, oh. I
2: almost squirt a few tears <laughs> you know uh, i think you fully explained why i'm not yeah. into this shit <laughs> <laughs> i might i might jump in to hear a, a based stan lee's you know tagline just be like oh
0: based no, i'm just saying i, I, I thought think i the movies you squirt i think the movies <laughs> were a great like you said swan song mm-hmm. for him you yeah. know i think it i think he deserved that because he dude growing up marvel comics were huge to kids, you know, a lot of kids, you know? Yeah. And then to have, a, have them come to life on the screen yeah. in the way that they can do it now, you know, with the CGI and shit, it was just like, wow, it's it's real, you know? Yeah. It's, it's almost like it's real, you know? It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of a modern-day Marvel superhero of sorts, <laughs> we, we have... Uh, <laughs> hunter the nefarious inbound oh. dropper which made a little bit of news this week that uh i just got to read this article for you oh no it's fucking hilarious and god loved the new york post um because they included the texts like screen grabs of these texts yeah where do they get this shit uh well that's that's your tax dollars at work, my well, friend. The New
1: that's, York Post has always been that step above the the, the inquirer. So, I'm just saying
0: snagging text messages off the phone. And of that's where I was saying. Phone. That's your
2: That's your tax dollars at work, friend. Yeah. That's the NSA. Yeah. If they want to leak a little N bomb drop out there three years after the fact or two years after the fact, they will do that. And they know that our media is ripe with fucking just to run it for days. Evil succubuses. Right. That mm-hmm. they'll take it. Which is why you got a question, okay, if, a quick divergence, if the Fauci emails came out in a FOIA request by BuzzFeed, they're probably bullshit. But when the New York Post gets screen grabs of text messages from Hunter dropping full-blown in bombs I got to think that's pretty real.
3: <laughs> I think those
2: probably actually happened. So this one comes out. Uh, what? What's the date on this bad boy? June 8th. So that was this week. First son, Hunter Biden. Oh, first son. Uh, he really should be second son. There was, there was another son. Yes. There was another son. Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> the one that died for the country. Instead of dying... The wrong Just son died in the media.
2: <laughs> the wrong son died. Yeah, but either way, the remaining son, Hunter Biden, repeatedly called his white attorney the N-word in a, in a pair <laughs> in a pair of bizarre and occasionally lewd text conversations late in 2018 and early 2019. Ah, uh, back back in simpler times, according to the newly unearthed messages. That's where it's like, well, how do they get unearthed? Yeah, the NSA. In an exchange on December 13th, 2018, taken from Hunter's abandoned laptop and and first reported by DailyMail.com, the younger Biden asked Chicago-based corporate attorney, George Maceres, how much money do I owe you? Before adding, because... (laughs) Oh man, how do I read this?
1: (laughs) Hey, why, why don't I play Hunter and you play the other one or something?
2: Let's switch it up. All right. <laughs> you got to pull it up on your... Uh...
1: All right, just. right.
2: Uh... I'll be Hunter, which is the blue text. <clears throat> Scroll down. Scroll down. Ah. It had to load.
0: Okay. We have role play by Jim and Arona. Jim and Arona. Arona will be playing the part... Of Hunter Biden.
1: Nope.
2: Nope. Oh. That's Jim. Jim, will be, playing, text.
0: Jim will be playing the part I'm of gonna, Hunter Biden. I'm
2: going to be Mr. Blue Text Hunter, and is going to be Gray Text Attorney. There is zero coverage or pickup of the story. Zip. They spent a
1: shit ton of resources on it, too. For a year. Wow.
2: Thank you, Michael Cohen. I'm going to go ahead and flip you off. Oh, and you too. How much money do I owe you? Because, nigga, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. That made me snarf my coffee. I just made that phrase up, by the way. I should have had your lineage. Clever son of a gun. It's wasted on you. Uh,
1: Apparently you do. That's what I'm saying, nigga. Why are you so tan in that picture you just
2: sent? Where do you find unconditional?
3: <laughs> no.
2: This is a, okay. This is a totally different text thread. <laughs> text exchanges between Biden and his lawyer continued. <laughs> where do you find unconditional love? Then George, where do you? God loves unconditionally.
1: Bo loves you unconditionally. Children are too young to understand what it means but you will show them. The There are ideals of unconditional love that serve as proxies. I don't have many. You?
2: God? Oh my God, nigga. Did you just... <laughs> did you just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened <laughs> And my dead brother's <laughs> unconditional love <laughs> is what I should rely on and my kids aren't children, George? <laughs> uh... my
1: parents love was conditioned
2: my penis as of late has been (laughs) unconditional
3: this is real
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's why we are searching for my penis (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> and we will always be searching it's a big penis George they, they'll always find it <laughs> and I only love you because you're black <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it, it's so annoying when you in, interact with
2: frivolity true that nigga <laughs> but I'm done my rant <laughs> we will always be searching to be serious for one minute, my true and beautiful friend, the, the search is over when you finally realize that the un- con- unconditional love you give is the end of the search. And then it continues on after that. You know, that, that's, that's
1: what that, that reminds is, me of. That
2: is insane. I Isn't, was crying yeah. there for a minute.
0: <laughs> it, that, is, that is amazing. That—that That is the sun. Of the President of the United States,
1: and the only
0: <laughs> On thing a text message
3: with, with his, his attorney. attorney, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, fucking love hunter. The
1: <laughs> this only... dude's fucking awesome. He rules. <laughs> the only thing that I even threw in there that was not actually in there was like whenever they threw a GIF up or you know something like picture. that. Other than that, it was completely 100%. <laughs> and it, remi- it reminds me of the Chappelle bit where he's talking <laughs> to his lawyers and he's like, uh, zippy doo doo Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Dude, that is that is fucking, that is classic shit, boy. Uh, I, I want to party with Hunter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I want to have a
0: tape recorder with me when I'm doing yeah, it. Just do your thing, honey. Yeah,
2: just record the Dude, whole end thing. Bombs and bombs <laughs> and talk about your dick. Yeah,
0: just talk about whatever you want, too. T- yeah, I want to know
2: what the fuck else is on that laptop, too. Oh, I think honey. it's uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. It's a it, treasure trove. That is... It, it's is priceless. that not...
0: You can't write shit like this. You
1: <laughs> um, can't. give can you can't you
0: Hunter Biden. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> him taking a crackhead... Dude, <laughs> taking his laptop yeah. to a fucking repair shop <laughs> yeah, dude, I say, and, never going, I say like yeah. and yeah. never going back to get it. I say the
2: N word like 15 times. You're going to love this laptop. And
0: never going back to get it. You know, there's no telling what all's on that fucking laptop. Oh, you cool. mean, well, we yeah. saw the crap yeah.
2: pictures, you know. I mean, I just, okay, here's a guarantee that I will make my listeners. If there's more text drops like this from Hunter, <laughs> we're reading them. On air. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And yeah, I said the end bum, but go fuck yourself. Trust me, if you've listened this far, and if you yeah. made it through the first No, you, did, you didn't 40, say it. He did. If you made the first 40-episode challenge, uh, this isn't going to shock you. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: And I mean, you know, what I loved about that, that is literally the first time I saw any of that shit. Hey, I, didn't, I don't know I, how I got through it. I didn't
0: hear, I have not, no. I did not know about any of this. And that's why I was, dude, I was like, is this real? I'm not going to I lie. mean, is it
2: real? I'm not going to lie. I was just going to read through the story and then just pick out some of the most egregious texts and give a little backstory to it and kind of walk you through why, or, uh, what happened that was it that was all i was planning on doing he's like but but i will say this what we just did i gotta give credit to there's a podcast out there called timeline earth where they read through these like we just did malcolm mclaren gave sid
0: vicious a nickname and it is fucking perfect for this he called him a fabulous disaster Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what Hunter Hunter Biden is a fabulous disaster. Well, here's the The dude is he's like, holy shit. Well, here's the funny
2: thing. So, like, also this week, I think it was Wednesday or some someday this week, Jeffrey Tubin reappeared. He resurfaced on CNN, (laughs) and if you remember, what he took a six or seven month leave of absence, he masturbated on a live Zoom call with the staff of the New Yorker. Or with his staff from the New Yorker.
1: Wait, and who they, the fuck is he? I don't know who he is. Google Jeffrey Tubin Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, he's he was on CNN. You know who he is. He, he's, you've seen him.
2: He's a, he's a large man that, and if you want a, a play-by-play of what went down, go oh, on, this ass hat. Go on YouTube and search Nightwave Radio and mm-hmm. look at Thursday, June... Tenth episode. Uh, on that episode, they go, they break it down frame by frame <laughs> about what he did on the Zoom call, and because his he came back on CNN and 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 he had a female reporter have to tell the audience what he did, and what he did was he was having a Zoom meeting, and then his claim is is that he thought. The camera was off because they had a 10-minute break in this Zoom meeting. So he gets all the way undressed. And he was going to rub one out in 10 minutes.
1: Oh, so this is like every other Twitch stream?
2: Yeah, but it wasn't a cute chick dressed as an anime character. It was a (laughs) 260-pound, 54-year-old. Uh, that was jerking off in front of some 20-somethings with the camera on (laughs) because it's a Zoom meeting, you stupid fuck. Well, anyway, his claim is that he didn't know that the camera was still on because he thought that it was turned off during the break. Bullshit, first of all. He did it intentionally because he's a creepy fuck. Or he might not have thought the camera was on, but who the fuck out of their entire house that has 10 minutes to rub one out comes right in front of the computer where he's... In the middle of a video conference. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, my point is, is it's impossible to look at Tubin now without that image of him doing that shit in the forefront of your head. Every word he says, I just hear, because that's just who he is. <laughs> I feel the same way about Hunter Biden. The only difference is, is my image of Hunter Is becoming a lot more well-rounded with all the other shit. Because this was in 2018, 2019. So I think back to Inauguration Day, when you see him there smiling and just looking like he belongs, and he's one of them, and he's normal. And even back then, in my head, I was like, I got pictures of you getting a foot job while you're smoking crack, dude. Smoking crack, yep. But now it's like, now I have text messages to go (laughs) along with it? Dude. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to just look at Hunter without crack pipe, foot that's, job. That's just the text shit message. that we've seen so Dude, far. <laughs> these are blocks that are just getting <laughs> right, built. Right. And there's going to be a wonderful wonderful mural oh, built yeah. of this man Yes, that is just going to leave all of us with awe.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it already is.
2: Yeah. So, hey, kudos to you, Hunter. Just <laughs> fucking straight up. Just not even giving a fuck. I don't know. I thought that was probably the funniest story of the fucking week. That oh shit no, was... that was that was beautiful.
1: Yeah, that
0: was the funniest story of the year. Right <laughs> yeah, there. that was, dude. I don't think I don't, I don't think I'm not going to say nothing else will happen that won't make me laugh till I cry. But I was. <laughs> I couldn't quit laughing, dude. That no. shit was crazy. <laughs> that
1: was some crazy shit. I didn't even know what I was stepping into when I was like, hey, why don't I take a part?
2: <laughs> and only because the guys over at Timeline Earth read through all of them, I knew exactly where where this was going to go. Uh, trust me, I wouldn't have been able to read any of those halfway
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Halfway solid. That's crazy. Oh, yeah.
0: goddamn. But yeah, that's, the, uh, that's your first son of the United States. Yeah. It you know, makes sense to me. It makes total sense to me. Oh. Because they're all, like I said, they're all criminals. They're all, their families are all dysfunctional. You know, they, they have to be. They grew up in D.C. around fucking senators and
2: it's a prerequisite. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. House members and shit. All their kids are fucked.
2: Yeah. He's not that special. That's like the majority of people that has the, 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 platinum credit card right. for life yes like That's i it. I couldn't imagine how shitty i'd be i i don't know if my text messages would be worse or or let, like i don't know man because you you have to imagine in his mind he's like these these are private messages with my attorney right this is Classified as confidential <laughs> as it can get yeah which it should have been until you hand over your personal property and never get it. <laughs> to a
3: computer yeah.
0: repairman <laughs> who happens to be a, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't understand how it happened. I mean, supposedly he drops off his computer and he never goes back to pick it up. And the guy goes to do something to the computer, which he's not legally supposed to be able to do. Yeah. He's not, he's not, legally, he's not supposed to be able to do anything. And then he gets in touch with the FBI. They subpoena the computer then. Yeah. Then they can take it and do whatever the fuck they
2: want to do It's because I think some of the things you don't have to go looking for, they're just fucking there, like pictures and shit. You can just see them without searching for them. If you're just doing quick scans over each different file or, you know, whatever on the computer. Because part of your job as a repairman is to make sure, okay, that's functioning, this is functioning. And so he's probably just clicking through and he saw images of hunter in very conspicuous positions with obvious underage women, which rumor has it are also members of his own family. And that is where it was like, okay, well, now I have reasonable suspicion. There might be somebody's life in danger, whatever. FBI gets involved, not before he made a copy of everything. And, yeah, and I'm then make a copy of okay, everything. I'm
1: sorry. Tin foil hat time on this. Yep. You know, honestly, I'm just going to go ahead and say there. That family is loaded enough that it's like, if you are pawning anything, it is for this exact reason so that they can, you know, kick Biden out at some point because they can embroil him into a scandal so that Kamala, you know, becomes the president.
0: Well, that's like I'm saying, this is, you can't write this kind of shit. You can't. I mean, it's, if it, to to me, this is the way I look at it. He had a laptop. Yeah. He's a crackhead. Mm. I've known many crackheads. I've known very sure. wealthy crackheads. I've known dirt poor crackheads. Now, if you're a crackhead and you run out of rock and and you can't d- withdraw any more money at the bank that day because they won't let you get any more money, and you take your laptop, th- this is the part that doesn't make any sense to me. Because... Why would he, 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 he took his laptop to a repair shop. Yeah. Now, if you take a laptop to a repair shop and they turn on the laptop, they're not going to be looking for pictures and shit. I know how to fix a laptop. I know how to do that. I Mm -hmm. don't have to look at any pictures. I don't have to look at any shit that's on your laptop. I don't have to look at any of the data that's on your laptop. So for him to see things on that laptop, he would have had to fix the laptop because obviously you couldn't get into the laptop and once he fixed the laptop his job is done. Sure. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I thought he so, only looked at the shit after Bite By- or Hunter did not pick it up like he was supposed to. Well, and that's what I'm saying.
0: This is the simplest shit ever. That's, that's what I'm I saying. Can, I if, can,
2: if the laptop is broken, I can solve this for you in 3 sentences. Hunter never dropped it off. He had another liaison drop it off. Right. It had a sticker on the laptop of Hunter and Joe's uh, cancer society right, right, and his brother's right, name right. or whatever, right. where they just embezzled $4 million and it never went to anything. But anyway, right. it's, they're in Delaware. Everybody knows what that uh, group is yes, for. Yes, and, no. and, and if you're not a Biden supporter and you fix this computer and it's been... Two weeks, three weeks, a month, and they're never coming to get it. That starts to itch on you, and you go, I'm gonna look in this motherfucker. Not only that, to be surprised that like this must be a work because this seems too contrived that a that uh Hunter would be this full of crazy shit. Does anybody remember W and his time? (laughs) No, I I know when when he was Hunter's age, like pre president. George W. wasn't that different than Hunter. The only difference is the internet didn't exist and laptops weren't a thing. Yeah. But we all know about his cocaine use and being a this drunker. Is, this, like this, this is, is my m-
0: point. This is my point. Same thing. If, if he okay, put it this way: if if the guy that ran the laptop place tried to get in touch with Hunter Biden and say your laptop has been fixed, yeah, uh, that's that's all he's supposed to do. Now, sure. if he fixed the laptop. And then saw things on the laptop, and then called it in without letting Hunter Biden know that your laptop is repaired. That's illegal. That should be illegal. I mean, it doesn't matter whose sticker. It doesn't from matter what, from what whatever's heard, on there. He
2: repaired it. He notified him it's repaired. Hunter never came and got it. And then at it, some point thereafter, it's the FBI came and confiscated it's it. It's
0: that whole. It's that whole line right there that I don't. I don't understand i mean if i if i knew if i knew he took it in to have it repaired and then he just left it and never called him back yeah that doesn't make sense to me if you if you're if he took it in to have it repaired he was probably waiting for the guy to call him to tell him it was repaired
2: that's reasonable thinking that's yes but we know hunter I would assume. Though, I mean, come on, this is this isn't that hard. He no, gets, I'm not. Uh, dude, gets, I'm not he,
0: saying. I'm just saying that it is very odd, and you can't write this kind of shit. That's no, what. True. I, that's
1: what true. I'm saying. True. Yeah, but you, I, you I would still think though. Within, I'm sure. You know, when you drop something like that off, and I don't know what the laws are. But I'm sure when you drop something like that off, there's some language somewhere in the fine print that it's like, after a certain amount of days you don't pick this shit up, it's pretty much ostensibly mine.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. I can do whatever the fuck I want to with it. To me, it's <clears throat> every scenario in which you cut it is feasible as fuck. Yeah. Even if the guy went searching in it and broke a law to find much greater felonies committed. All right sure question him in you know bring him in give him community service you know take his shop away whatever it's just an amazing story it
0: really is to me this whole everything and those fucking (laughs) those text messages are fucking that is i'm just saying
2: this one i don't think is a work this one i think is fucking legit and whatever part of the story you want to say this can't this, this can't be true because typically there's, there's nothing typical about these people. There's nothing typical in the way that they do things versus how we do things. Them forgetting a $2,000 laptop somewhere means nothing to them. And Hunter being on crack this whole time uh, immediately, you know, there's pictures of him smoking crack. There's interviews him about him, and he's like, yeah, we dropped the computer off. Like, he's validated. He And Biden never came out and said, it's not our laptop. The shit on there is not real. It's This one's legit. It's okay to accept this one as it happened the way they said it no, did. And
0: I'm not saying it didn't. I I'm just saying you I can't write this shit.
2: And you I'm glad that it's hey trickle out it's Just like
0: yeah keep, that, but but don't trickle fucking open the gate man i want to see i want to see well, the real the shit reason why there. they
2: can is because i truly believe that there's some legit real deal bad felony shit well, of
0: course there is if they with emails of alone is probably that,
2: that would take his father out of the presidency right because yeah because his father is aware of this laptop. Mm-hmm. They're all criminals. I know, and and, and, and and to protect the criminal class, they're yes. not going to give us everything exactly. So trickle this out because at least entertain me while I know these criminals are running our country. Yeah. I just want to be entertained, like like anybody that has all this hate. You know, it's the same bullshit that I was railing against against Trump last term. It's like. Can you not at least try to find a way to be entertained during this? Yeah. The guy's funny as fuck. Right. Funniest yeah. Twitter, Twitter follow for those four years. Hunter Biden, goddammit, please, more Hunter. I just <laughs> want to be entertained. He's gold. Like He's you, comedy gold. You have three options in this world. You can be white-pilled, black-pilled, or clown-pilled. I just want to laugh at this shit. I don't want to think everything's going to be rosy and we're going to be fine, but I also don't want to think the world's going to end and the water's going to kill us all before... Trump and his new storm. Con- I don't. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I want to seek out the information. I want to talk about it critically. I want to call out the bullshit where I see it. But when there's gems like that that get dropped in our lap, yeah, that's awesome. You gotta enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta laugh at it. And if it upsets you, just turn this podcast the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, for sure. Like, don't don't tell a friend. Delete this out of your follow. Uh, you know i'm sorry i have to bring something
1: up and th- this kind of harkens back to something y'all were talking about in the last episode about uh you know the sahara desert winds coming in oh yeah you know um okay so i think everyone here is familiar with the fact that i've up to recently been usually on everything extremely liberal and, however out in public, I'm generally the one that ends up making offhand remarks that aren't meant racist.
2: Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> you're you're like the most racist in public guy in the room.
1: <laughs> it is always
2: it's amazing. by accident. I just if, if I were you, I would get in touch with their dad and see if he can run for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! They they
1: would and have don't forget fun to with take mice. your laptop in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To have it repaired. I think at that point in time, it's like, Dad, let me know so I can kill myself like five years in advance. I mean, I'll go to somewhere and just fake that I killed myself, but yeah. Well, you don't
2: have to worry about that, Arona, because somebody will do it for you. Oh, shit. Because I know even though you're Hispanic and French and Jew and everything that's (laughs) apparently trying not to be white, um, there's somebody out there that would like to take you off this planet, and her name is Dr... Aruna kill uh, yeah kill have a whitey. white yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's killanani kill I don't know I'm too white to say her last name which means I'm probably on her hit list yeah but it, this this news came out this week where she kill whitey. she <laughs> kill the kill the
1: whitey oh, dude, kill yeah. the
2: whitey kill
3: kill
1: kill the white
3: man <laughs> Kill Whitey! <laughs> no! Are That's... you going to
1: play the, 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 the clip on from the news?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, please. So, this doctor is at the Yale School of Medicine's Child Study Center, and and she's talking. Again, I just mentioned Jeffrey Tubin tried to rub one out on an online <clears throat> fucking Zoom meeting. Uh-huh. I swear to God, the, the people on the left, they're... They're worse than what they think the their opponents are. They're evil, vile fucks. I don't think they're worse. I just think they're all the same. No, I think they're far worse uh, because they're the ones that actually run the levers of power, and <laughs> and they get the people on the right to do their bidding while claiming that uh, they're evil Nazis. They're amazing. They're amazingly evil. No, it swings back and forth. That's, that's But right uh, now, it's 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 hovering in that paradigm. So this crazy twat waffle says. The following in, uh, in an open forum over the internet. Special message to all you crackers. <coughs> Well, that's some shitty audio. Yeah, so that's shitty audio, but I had to play it so that you knew I wasn't making up. I'll read it. So it starts with her saying, I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, burying their body and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away, relatively guiltless, with a bounce in my step. Like I did the world a fucking favor. Then she continues, white people are out of their minds and they have been for a long time. We are asking a demented, violent predator who thinks that they are a saint or a superhero to accept a responsibility. It ain't going to happen. Not till they have five holes in their brain.
0: Now, this was supposedly a dream, wasn't it? No. I heard about this. No, no, or no, no. She no. said she no. said it at a conference. Or, I don't, I don't.
1: No, no, no. This was actually all. This was this was a course that you have to take as a psychology student for additional credit.
2: Really? Yeah. Yeah. This is her. Like the the, the headline is NYC psychiatrist. Uh, that should be a, a first red flag. Fantasizes about killing white people. Yes, I I, I remember
1: reading. And her, her defense, by the way. Is that this was a metaphor. I think this woman needs to learn what a fucking metaphor is. <laughs> yeah. Because, I'm sorry, that's way too vivid. It, it's not a comparison to one thing or another. I, I'm sorry. In the times that we are in, there is no way that you can take that and go, that's a metaphor. Go fuck yourself. Well, yeah, in fact, she,
0: she, she needs to. Yeah. So this is psychiatry?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: So she needs a psychiatrist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, her her biggest problem is she's a female psychiatrist. Yeah. Well, that she automatically fucking a female psychiatrist. Not gonna be needs a psychiatrist. Not at least gonna be smart enough to understand that. Let's okay. Let's just go through that again. (laughs) (laughs) It bears repeating. I didn't get canceled last week, and uh, you know what? I think this just might do it. So. So let's just swap a few words and tell me if this is something that would be advisable to say in public. Because by the way, nothing ever happened to her. Like she still has her job. No, there's I know. No, no there's I know. no cancellation no. or whatever. Because oh, I, it was just a dream. Oh, it was just a metaphor. Hey, that's fine. I, I per- hey, you know what? Challenge accepted. Mm. Come and get it, bitch.
3: <laughs>
2: but if you're just saying it was a dream, either way, I don't give a flying fuck. You're no, you're no physical threat to me. Right. You know, you you can say this. I'd... I don't care. In fact, I want the rules to be expanded, which is what I'm going to make it sound like right now. So let's just swap out a few words and see if this hits a little different. I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any Jew that got in my way, burying their body and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away, relatively guiltless with a bounce in my step, like I did the world a fucking favor. (laughs) Jews are out of their minds and they have been for a long time. The following portion of the show has been altered for your listening enjoyment. Your smart device has detected what is unquestionably hate speech and has stepped in to ensure you are protected from Nazis, anti-Semitism, Whitism, and any other form of comedy. Now back to the normal drivel you've come to expect from these asshats. I don't know. Did that sound a little different? <laughs> yeah. I'm fired for every job for the next ten years at this point. Well no. I resemble was, that statement. This was this was a metaphor of oh, her I'm sorry. dream. This I'm is, sorry, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This isn't my idea. I don't think I think A, first of all, I think it's really fucking gay to say I mean this is this is like childlike stuff. Like first of all, who would use a revolver? Is, is this the Wild West? <laughs> Like she's what is she watching back to the future three for the first time? Like anyway, she's not good at being crazy. She's being very dumb in every way. Mm -hmm. And, but it just swapping out white for any other group. And even what I just said, that could, I could potentially lose my job now because I did a role play where I inserted a protected group in place of a non-protected group Talking about murdering them and feeling good about it. It's a clown world out there, folks. And you got to learn to laugh at it. Mm -hmm. But do know that there are people out there that want you dead, but will accept your compliance. That's all I'm saying. Stay frosty. Well, yeah. Yeah. And
0: I this is doing wonders for the release of
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, yeah, of our new single.
1: I don't know if <laughs> uh, okay, so I-, I don't know how I was gonna crowbar this in here, but I guess this is the goodest chance it is any <laughs> um okay, so
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we're gonna have to keep that one in like the uh in the vault. Yeah, (laughs) That segment's going to hang out for a minute. No, I think that's
1: got to go out there right away. I mean, I'm fine with it. (laughs) Either way. So this won't probably have the chance to be as funny as the rest of this episode, but still, I thought it bore listening to, I don't know if we're going to talk about it very much, but Joe Rogan had a uh, guest on today. Um, was it was today or yesterday yesterday no? okay today yesterday. was his
2: satan episode with duncan trussell
1: oh i'm gonna have to check that one out too what's that name again
2: <laughs> what's that name again duncan trussell yeah <laughs> that's a hell of a name it is quite yeah it is uh, uh his no. personality mount uh it, it matches his bouncy name he's, he's duncan trussell
1: it sounds hey, like you're man. destined to be a lead guitarist or a serial killer.
2: Yeah. Take He's like pick. Jim Brewer from Half Baked, right. but somebody who grew up around books. <laughs>
1: well, either way <laughs> okay, I get you. <laughs> Rogan had on a guest, and uh she's from Harvard. Carol Hooven is her name. I just think that this was a very important segment in showing where we are as a nation.
2: It kind of ties into what we talked about last week Mm -hmm. with people making gender modifications and how some talk about them.
1: I don't even think I care as much. And I mean, we might be giving this too much preamble, but at the end of the day, I think most of it is how careful everyone's being about talking about anything. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think it applies to everything. I was volleying you up. (laughs)
4: <laughs> but I think you asked something about the background. But um, so, oh, so, you know, I was going to tell my story of what happened, my, why I felt like an imposter. is partly because I didn't have the same background that my Harvard students have. They were all, like, had their shit together from the get-go. And they were, you know, had these habits that, were, uh, that enabled them to be successful. They were getting A's in high school and president of this and captain of that. And they're really mature, amazing Students and that just wasn't me. It took me a long time to kind of get to a place where I felt like I belonged, and um, I'm probably still not there. But so I was in this seminar, this grad student seminar. I think it was my first year at Harvard, and it was the evolution of human sexuality. And um, oh, she smacks. We were, I we were reading a paper on the evolution of rape, and there was this explanation about rape in the scorpion fly and this implication that um humans rape men rape because they it's an adaptation uh if they don't have the resources to acquire a mate they'll just use rape. And I had to comment on the paper, it was my turn to talk and I was getting really emotional and I felt I was pissed off and I just was like, why isn't anyone else outraged here? You know, and so I remember just my eyes were watery and I was kind of angry. And I said, this guy's an asshole, <laughs> like the guy who wrote the paper. And um, that wasn't, you know, an appropriate scientific response. That was an emotional response. And I will just say, if you jump forward, that kind of response now is kind of, is seems to be in many places okay, that you're supposed to have an emotional response. And if you do, then maybe we shouldn't have, assign that paper, but I have an experience with rape. And so it was upsetting to me. And, um, I didn't want rape to be a natural part of human behavior. I wanted it to be something pathological. And, um, so I was having a hard time analyzing the data, but the professor kept saying, look at the data, look at the data, look at the data and this, to me, was one of the most formative experiences because it helped me realize how important the truth is and that I can use science as a tool to get to the truth and understand myself and understand my life and understand even men or things that have been troublesome to me, even if it is painful and that pain is okay. And I grew from that pain and I learned that I can use science to understand. And ultimately it made me feel better and more empowered and more in control. So my bias is like so firmly with the science and how important it is and how I was respected as a young scientist and given the truth and sort of really encouraged to look at the data and analyze the science instead of like giving to my emotions and believe what I wanted to believe. I don't want to give anyone else like a line of bullshit about anything like that the sexes are on a spectrum, you know, that there's five sexes because maybe that makes people feel good about being different. You can feel good about being different even with the truth that there are Two sexes. That's okay. You know, we could talk about that. But why it's do you just think there's. It's confusing to be fed lines about science just because it makes people feel better.
1: But what is this shift? Where do you think this shift happened in academia
2: where it became. Does <laughs> it drive you crazy?
4: It's so sad and discouraging to me. I mean, you know, it makes me want to leave. Like, it, it's really. It's sad, like socially, it's sad because I can't talk about what I want to talk about. I showed you some of the things my students said. Mm-hmm. They want the truth, but they're afraid to speak up. Sorry, I don't. It's I didn't. Okay, it's okay. Um, it's just, it. Science really changed my life. It is what helped me go from somebody who was confused and had no direction and lacked confidence. You know, to to. Like finding something that works for me, finding something that's so powerful to explain the world, and um, and I love helping other people do the same thing and have a you know imbue in them a love for science and how powerful it is. And I just feel like it's getting shat on.
0: Well, just like a woman going on and on and Gotta on give and, it and a on, point, woman. <laughs> oh, and we have a little tear
1: break. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, what get I, to I, it dude, already what but what i found awesome about that was just the fact that they she's acknowledging the fact that you can't talk about shit now because the moment that you try to bring up biologically there are two sexes and there's no other way about it you were already canceled and, you know, I don't know if she's already, you know, faced any backlash for any of the ways that she said certain things, even though it was a very tame episode as far as that goes, it, you know, even she is getting emotional to the fact it's like, I can't even do my fucking job anymore because you people are shitheads. Yeah. Cause academia
2: is a crock of shit. Yeah. Cause it's been overrun with people that fantasize about Killing white people, and there's 85 genders, and if you think there's 84, you're a bigot. Uh, There was another article that came out about another psychoanalyst, these fucking kooks, that uh, uh, there's a research article that this guy put out in a medical journal, journal, and he describes whiteness as a malignant, parasitic-like condition. Hmm. This is academia. Hmm. So somebody like her coming out saying biologically speaking there's only two sexes there's only two genders they're one and the same i can prove it it's the way it's always been we will make we will make uh, accommodations for those who truly feel that they are born in the wrong body based on your testosterone level in vitro and or in utero and all this stuff and so she still makes concessions for a lot of these things because even later on in the episode, I listened to the episode. Our good buddy Stone sent it to both of us, and I got to say, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't nearly as intrigued in it um, as you might have been. Mm-hmm. Because she said things that I already agreed with, and then she finished it up with crying fifteen times, which made it. <laughs> and she addressed it. She's like, it, "It. When I cry, it makes me lose credibility." And Speaking I'm like, "Speaking of Stone,
1: someone here is made of it." No, I'm joking.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, no, you your crying does nothing for me. It doesn't make your point any more salient. It doesn't it doesn't make me want to listen harder because I'm trying to connect to mm. your information on an emotional level. If it's information, I just want the information. So the crying does nothing but annoy me. And you have no empathy. Yeah. We we we've
1: discussed this. You're not gentlemen, about the empathy no, thing. <laughs> no, know. D- look,
0: I, I get it. Yeah, Ch- chicks are emotional. Yeah, they very emotional. You know, well, way more emotional than men. I would well, guess. I, but hell,
1: I'm emotional usually. Uh,
0: but but I mean, things make them cry. They'll be talking about something and they'll break down and start crying. Yeah, and right. they, you know, it happens. For every one time we get choked up, they've cried three hundred times. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that's basically, that's the that way I look at it. I mean, it's typically, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: you have more effeminate males that are a lot more in tune with crying than less effeminate males. Mm. And you have a lot more masculine w- females that are far less in tune with crying than even effeminate males. Right. I know some fucking stonewall bitches that, they will not oh, yeah. let you know if they're shaken. Right, yeah. And I know some uh, very feminine women that you can't tell them anything in any particular tone, no matter what the subject matter is, or else you will fuck their day up. Yeah. And I also know effeminate men that it's very much the same way. It's emotion, emotional eggshell city, and I'm not that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm fully capable of having an emotional moment, breaking down, crying, being in tune with my feelings, but I'm not going to put that shit on front street um in a in a position where I'm exchanging information and ideas. Right. There's a time and a place. Well, I'm and just... if you can't hold that back, then maybe you shouldn't be the person giving this information in To be the most effective in getting the information to me, me, myself, and I here. This is a Mm -hmm. selfish take. I'm not saying she shouldn't have gone on Rogan. I'm not saying she's not capable of studying this stuff and and giving talks. I I know what What, you're saying. What I'm saying Uh, is, for me, your crying does nothing. You're not winning me over. If anything, you annoy me after the sixth time. (laughs) <laughs> and everything that you say after that i now have to wonder when's the next one coming
1: and i think the i mean i hear what you're saying I, I just think you know where it i mean i guess i'm not in that segment of people as far as you are but at the at the same time i will say what i appreciate about it beyond the emotion emotional part of it was very much it's uh, it's again you said empathy yeah i'm glad glad that
0: it made her cry it's sad yeah because (laughs) you know i I, I mean it's 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 imagine studying i'd rather want i'd rather hear anger i didn't want to hear her cry no i'm not saying i I want anger
2: not yeah not crying slash caving to it i know I, i want I want radicalism. <laughs> I want all, people to stop giving into this bullshit. No, I hear you, but all I'm saying is
1: that I do understand the reaction and enjoy not enjoy the reaction, but I think it's it it was a necessary reaction based on the fact if you're thinking I put my entire life into something to be passionate and I can't be authentic within my teaching. Because you people are a bunch of fuckwads. I mean, yeah, I understand There's there there can be anger behind that, but I would probably break down a little bit, especially if that's been beating on you for the last goddamn year.
2: Yep, and I would say, all right, Take a step back. You need somebody who doesn't get emotional because you need somebody to go in and tell these fucks to fuck off. Crying only lets them know that they're getting to you. It changes nothing. Right. I understand the response. Mm-hmm. It's great somebody's in touch with their emotions, but you need a <laughs> radical fuck to come in and say your shit is done. And I agree we're, with that. I agree not, with that completely. We're not paying attention to this bullshit bullying anymore. You're making women cry.
0: But she's not, yeah. She, and you made her cry. Look, and you because you cry. did
2: that, now you need need to face somebody like me where this shit isn't going to make me cry. I think this needs to be addressed with radical, which going back to normal is radical. That's what I'm saying by radical FBI is you need to get radical and go into these places where they are and face them where they are and tell them this shit stops now. Yeah. Going on Rogan and crying 16 fucking times to get other effeminate or emotional people to feel for you changes diddly dick. I don't know. If we last over to almost 100
1: episodes, you'll hear me cry before then. About something. I'm sure. I can always edit that out. <laughs> we can
3: always edit it out. <laughs> yeah. That's the
2: magic of Pro Tools. Yeah. Uh, I, well. don't, um, I don't want to get caught up in the emotion of things because that's how we got here. We got here by people being so emotional that they feel like they need to change the dynamics of science because they're trying to protect Mm -hmm. feelings to the point where now you're hurting other people's feelings and all we're doing is crying about all these feelings being hurt. You need to buck the fuck up and take your science back and stop crying about it. And There's a place for people like her... And the world would be a much more miserable place without people that are able to connect to their emotions. But the, if the whole world is run by emotions, we all will be crying. I support 100% of what you just said. You hurt my yeah. feelings. I'm going to cry.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. well, that's what we've become. It's uh, uh, You're exactly right, man. Mm-hmm. It's feelings
2: now. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's not... It's not science, it's not no. any of that, it's feelings. How it
2: makes me feel. Yeah, because science now is one guy by the way. Yeah. If you disagree <laughs> with science, you you're attacking Fauci. Oh, Jesus Christ. And we don't want to attack Fauci because we might hurt his fucking feelings. Right. Oh, fucking fuck. ridiculous. But, that, but yeah. I'm just uh, that's that's what we're
0: living with, is feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. But have you heard from anyone else legal, the the level of ego Behind a single singular statement than Fauci going, if you attack me, you attack science. Go
2: fuck yourself. I've been saying it for almost a year now. It's like, I'm not going to... I don't ask- know why we're listening to this little yeah.
0: grovelly man. No, if you attack him, you attack government science. That's the word he's leaving out.
2: If you attack him, you attack bullshit, bureaucratic, government fucking science. crony science. <laughs> because when I was listening to other scientists, Fauci, you little fuck... Yeah. they were disagreeing with you on a scientific level. I was a kook. They were a kook. They got strewn to the furthest ends of the Internet. They don't exist anymore. Now I got to hear Fauci crying every fucking day again. Back to all up in my feels because he doesn't realize or maybe he does. That he's the next scapegoat. He's the next Cuomo. The only difference is he doesn't, he didn't have any nefarious Hunter Biden level shit to say to some interns like Cuomo did. Yep. He fucked up there. He should have had an out with some sexual harassment. That's how you get out of this, Fauci.
1: Well, I want to say to him, (laughs) you know how you fucking attack science? You redact information. You cut it off the internet when it doesn't fucking match your narrative. Go fuck yourself, man. It's... Every time that anyone over the fucking last year brings up anything that doesn't fit your narrative, it's taken off YouTube. It's taken off Twitter. I mean, g- goddammit. That's science. That's attacking fucking science. When you don't have the opposition, you are already
2: taking science out of the equation. There you go. See, that's the opposite of crying. That's some radical shit. That's not passion. That's- we, passionate. i swear to god That's the only young man right there there's only two ways that we get out of this circumstance and waiting for the the powers that be the the progressive left which is who's in power they're not socialists they're not communists they're telling guatemalans not to come here oh man <laughs> I, i'm sure trump was like what hey, hey what the fuck <laughs> like I couldn't even get close to saying that. Hunter Biden proves that they're just like us. But here's the it's, thing: you're, the only way they people. The only way you're going to get over this is to not go on Twitter and cry about it. It's not to, you know, have a MAGA rally and cry about the the fake news media. No, it's time to take this shit back. That's one way. Now you you get in a little trouble going down that road. I think we saw how that road looked on January 6th. Or it's time to it's time to split this puppy up and have a divorce. Have a national divorce. Because this is not moving towards any semblance of unity. And the further it goes the more I think it shouldn't because it's not possible. They're not looking for unity. The the progressive left, the the leftists and the the remnants of the Trump party are never going to see eye to eye. And they both got us right where they want us. And then you, get, and then you got the, the crazy fraction that I'm in that's just looking at all this going, y'all just need to get radicalized, hurry up and come to the conclusion that you're never going to kiss and make up. That's not going to happen and, until one side stops trying to lord over the other. But that's not, that's not the trajectory we're on. No. So... The only way that this goes peacefully, because in the end, I don't want any fucking violence. I think violence only begets more violence. It only institutes more tyranny. It makes things worse for everybody. And if you're on the woke train, anytime there's violence and tyranny ensues, it hurts minorities. It hurts, uh, you know, the poorest among us. It hurts all the people you spent an entire year protesting peacefully for. So... The best way to help your minorities is to get to the most peaceful resolution possible. And the quickest route to that is to realize that we don't have to all live under the same ruler. No. The federal government gets its power from the states, not the other way around. And the states have the power to nullify the federal government's power. You're starting to see that a little bit in Texas and Florida. Yeah, uh, With some of the legislation that they're passing, some they're claiming is anti-trans, other is anti-business, but what it all is is saying we reject a fe- federal mandate to acknowledge federal law. Texas is saying that, uh, you know, Texas-made silencers don't have to go through a federal background check if they're using Texas. I think that's beautiful. Agreed. I think that's absolutely fucking wonderful. Mm-hmm. I want to see more states nullify the federal government oversight of those states because that's, that's one of the ways that you can start to shrink the scope and weight of the federal government. The bigger the federal government gets, the more elections feel like they matter. The more that the, the contention and the, the, the tension in the room raises because one side doesn't want to live under the rule of the other side. 49% doesn't want to live under the rule of the 51%. But that's what you're going to keep getting the further out we go and the bigger that the federal government becomes. So the the best way out of this is to go, hey, you know what? You go do you. We're going to do me. Texas will be its own thing. Georgia will be its own thing. We are... Returning back to 50 independent statehoods is what we need instead of 50 states ruled by a federal government. And you'll see a lot of this shit. I mean, look, people are already protesting with with their feet. They're leaving places, and they're going other places. People are moving into more rural areas. People are getting the fuck out of cities, and a lot of them aren't going back. You've got hedge fund companies buying up houses 20%, 30% overvalued because they want to own city, cities in these areas to try to still you know, sway a little bit of power. The best thing you can do is be as independent as you can and go to a state that respects your individual rights and tell the other side to fuck off and that's where i've that's what i got for you yeah and we'll get into bitcoin and el salvador and and all that shit on the next episode i'm glad i'm back fellas welcome back welcome back thank you thank you (laughs) next time you bring (laughs) a, a three eight minute clip of some chick that's crying Actually, that we'll was have the same every
1: talk. bit of five minutes, and I through all of it. I'm
0: like that was all and it, on and, yeah. and on. I was like, shut the fuck up.
3: The only yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll be honest, I'll be honest in the in the Rogan episode, I enjoyed the first thirty minutes. Uh-huh. everything after that was not news to me, mm-hmm. because it was Rogan getting all passionate. Now I will say this: when he talked about Rose. Um, Thug Rose the UFC fighter mm-hmm. and it was you know Rogan getting teared up because she was tearing up I remember that moment yeah. I was tearing up in real life when that moment happened hearing it again I teared up because she is a sweet very attractive but sweet girl who is at a peak emotion and I followed her career the whole time and I was like damn so it's not like I'm incapable of fucking finding my emotions <laughs> you just
0: gotta you just it's, she's just gotta be hot enough
2: but if there you go. Yeah, that and, <laughs>
0: that and also to hit you on an emotional level.
2: I don't mind a, a cry here and there, but Jesus fucking Christ! I need to go back and do a cry counter. I swear to God, she probably cried sixteen times in three hours. It was it was uncomfortable <laughs> to non-empaths, <laughs> and all you empaths out there should know where I'm coming from because that's the nature of being an empath. You should you should feel me. <laughs> Total empaths should be. <laughs> I'm not totally touching that statement. Should be totally in tune with the psychopaths because hey, it's your job to feel like me, not mine to feel like feel you. Me,
0: <laughs> Are you're feeling me, bro.
1: All right, well, I think that wraps her up for this week. What do you think, Doug? Oh, I'm done.
2: Jim, All right, guys, I'm done. I'll leave it with this. Anybody still listening to this point? Can't thank you enough. Um, we took a little time off. We came back, and I'm seeing that we've. We still have listeners out there. The only thing that I will ask if I could put a call to action out there, tell a friend. If you could, please. You don't have to share it on social media. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You don't just, if you have a friend that listens to podcasts that doesn't get their feelings hurt and isn't emotional, <laughs> that can take some non PC stuff, share it with them. Yeah. I I hope that they will enjoy it as much as you do, and I want to see this bitch grow. I would love to get a crowd big enough to where we are a danger to get canceled, because right now we're so small uh, in the grand scheme of hmm. Joe Rogan's that uh, <laughs> I don't think this episode will get us canceled. I think we're going to stay small <laughs>
0: with episodes <laughs> we keep doing. Uh, I don't know. That's possible. All right. All yeah,
2: no, trust Just me. I listen to I, I listen to shit far crazier than us, and they've got to reach twenty times bigger than right, ours. I hear you. So and we got a lot longer. of women No, I
0: know. No, I'm not saying that we're yeah. fucking
2: horrible, you know. But no. Oh, thanks, yeah, Doug. We're not horrible people. I'm glad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not. We're not. No, we no. would make '90s kids look at us and go, "You fucking fags, fig. <laughs> yeah. Who are you a fig?" But no. Uh, yeah. If you're still listening to this point, share with a friend tell a friend show them how to download a podcast help a friend out and um and until then we'll see you next episode see you